This is the Private Practice Workshop Podcast with John Clark, Episode 14. You know you could be doing better in your private practice. You could be making more while working less, but you tend to get stuck. If you just keep doing what you're doing, you know that things are going to get worse. You're going to continue to feel overwhelmed. You're going to see too many clients, and you're not going to make what you want to be making. So I have an opportunity for you. We are starting a new online masterminds group next month, uh, starting sometime in October as soon as the group is full. So how am I different from other private practice coaches? Well, I combine one part business mastery with one part calming reassurance. So my groups and my individual coaching really, um, you get the technical aspect and I'm going to show you how to do the different things you need to do and create a robust marketing plan. But also I combine that with um, kind of my therapeutic approach to coaching and business consulting. So a lot of the therapists that I work with say things like, I always feel like I'm missing something. I always feel behind. I never know if it's okay to take time off. Uh, and what if new clients stop calling? So as a result of our work, my, my coaching clients will say things like, I feel calmer, less anxious in my life in general. I feel more control of my business. I have a plan for when my intakes dip, and I feel like I own my time again, which really for all of us is, is the, the whole point of private practice. So if you're interested in joining that new Masterminds group, uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can apply for the Masterminds group by just scheduling your first phone call with me, and we'll talk through things and talk more specifics and see if it's the right fit for you. You can schedule that call now at privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash connect privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash connect. All right, so I've got a, a great show for you today. It's going to be another solo episode, and today I'm talking about four essential tips for optimizing your schedule and minimizing no-shows. All right, let's dive in. All right, let's get started. Thanks so much for being here and for taking the time out of your day to invest in yourself and invest in your practice. Because for a lot of therapists, this is the difference between growing your business and making it work for you versus just staying where you are. So today we're talking about how to optimize your schedule and reduce no-shows. You know, one of the joys of, of being in private practice is the ability to manage your own schedule. Because this is what really enables you to have the kind of life you want and, and really being your own boss. So maybe it's a four-hour work day, a four-day work week, or three consecutive weeks off every summer. And, you know, there are also some downsides to managing your own schedule. You've got to constantly make difficult decisions about how much you'll work, um, what times you'll offer to clients, and then, again, how much vacation time to take in a year. So... One of the, the first things I'm going to recommend here is that you first figure out how much you want to make in a year and then break that down by how much you want to make in a week, right? So I make all of my own calculations based on working 48 weeks per year. So that's taking four weeks off, um, basically taking a month off throughout the year. And I think it tends to be a bit more because I usually work four days a week and taking Fridays off. So um, that's how I, I work and, and, and kind of do my own calculations. And then I set my weekly goals accordingly. 
Um, I, I use this math to determine my fees and also what I need to make with my other businesses that I run along the way, um, rather than the other way around, which is really, you know, setting your fee or accepting that, that fee that that's the same as your neighbor, and then just blindly accepting how much you'll make this year. So I really encourage you to make decisions in your practice in all areas based on numbers. It's going to make things a lot easier. You're going to have less anxiety about it, and you're just going to be more confident about what you're doing. So again, you know, if you need to see 18 clients per week, then how many days are you going to split that into? Um, maybe you're used to seeing eight or more clients in a day, but I want to ask you, are you really doing good clinical work on that seventh and eighth client? You know, are you really holding your value and are your clients actually getting better? So um, for me, that sweet spot is really closer to uh, six clients per day. And that's going to be my first essential tip for optimizing your schedule. So number one, see no more than six clients per day. I actually find six to be a relatively heavy day for me in private practice. And if I see six in a day, I'm sure to schedule myself at least an hour and a half break uh, in between uh, two different sets of three. So I'll see three in the morning, take a long break, take a walk, get some lunch, walk Lucia, my dog, whatever I need to do. And then I'll see three more. Um, I, I find that that's a pretty good pretty good amount um, so that I'm getting the most out of the day and kind of stacking clients up, but not overdoing it. All right. So number two, be clear and firm with your cancellation policy. This is one that I really feel strongly about and I've experimented with a lot over the years. And I also, in my coaching, I see therapists trying a lot of different things and I see some things not working. So you may try a 24-hour cancellation policy, but I really find that 24 hours just isn't enough time to fill that slot at the last minute. And when you have a 24-hour policy, clients are a lot more likely to cancel last minute when they have that window. So for this reason, I hold my clients to a 48-hour cancellation policy, and I charge their credit card that I have on file if they cancel. Now, uh, this is going to bring up anxiety for a lot of therapists as well. I think, um, you know, for a number of reasons, we tend to have a hard time holding the line with our cancellation policy and then, um, you know, actually following through and, uh, you know, charging that fee, charging the client's credit card when a late cancellation occurs and it's not a result of an emergency or something like that. So... <clears throat> You know, we could talk for a whole episode on this, but I think what I want to encourage you to do is just to really look at what's coming up for you in um, in, in this situation of <clears throat> charging someone's credit card, right? I think you, you might be feeling like, well, I'm taking their money or they're going to get mad at me or they're going to lash out or, I don't know, leave me a bad review on Google or somewhere. Um, there, there's a lot of fears that we have about that, but w what you convey through your policies is really what you convey about your worth and what your time is worth. 
And when you convey a really clear stance and a stance that is constantly protecting and increasing the value of your time and the perceived value of your time, um, it's going to be a lot easier to, um, to, to charge that fee, that cancellation fee. And, um, and clients are just going to see that this is part of working with me, you know, the same way that, um, that we expect and understand and, and accept a cancellation fee at another service provider's office, like a doctor, a dentist, or whomever it is. So a lot of this comes back to being really clear about this in the beginning of your work with a new client. When you're really clear, um, I, you know, and I've always been very clear about it, or not always, but I've, I've learned the hard way um, to be clear about it. Um, and, and when I do that, I've never, ever had any client push back on it when, in fact, I do, when that time comes where I have to charge um, their card for a late cancellation. So the way that I frame this um, with clients in the beginning is I just say, you know, my, my, some things you need to know is that I've got a 48 hour cancellation policy where that fee will occur unless it's a case of emergencies or something like that. So that policy, you know, is, um, that policy is in place because when, when you have a slot, um, when you have time on my calendar, that time is specifically reserved for you. When you cancel too late, it doesn't give me time to fill that slot and that time goes wasted for, for, for my time and for my business. Um, the next thing that I roll into, which is going to be number three for our list, is to use a scheduling or practice management software that sends automatic appointment reminders. So this is critical to my system for this and my system for reducing no-shows. I tell them in that little, that little spiel at the beginning of, of our work together that you're going to get an email from Simple Practice at 48 hours before our appointment. That is your cue to cancel if you need to. So again, that's your reminder. Just set that in your mind. And when you see that email come across your inbox, that's when you know, oh, shoot, I have therapy coming up, you know, in two days. Uh, can I keep that appointment or do I need to cancel? So you're really setting them up um, to not only understand your policy, but then to constantly remind them of it um, with something like Simple Practice or another scheduling software. Um, if you want to take this a step further, which I think would be a, a great addition to your practice and to your systems, is in that reminder email, you might also put in, the, in the, the headline or the subject or even just in the first few sentences, again, my cancellation policy is 48 hours, so this is your cue that if you need to cancel, now's the time to do it. All right, so again, by... For, for me, by using a practice management software and sticking to it consistently, making sure that appointment reminders are turned on in the software, I'm able to go for weeks and sometimes months without any no-shows or late cancellations. Um, and again, it's, it's taken me years to get to this point, but I'm going to tell you it, it, there's some things that work. And also in general, when you, um, w when you start firm with, with anything, with any policy of yours um, or with any kind of behavior expectations for someone else, it's going to be a lot easier to kind of loosen up later if you, if you choose to do so. Um, or maybe you have a really long-term client who cancels and it's very unlike them and you might choose to be a little more lenient with them. 
I, you know, when I was a, a, a graduate assistant um, teaching an undergrad psych class, the professor I was working with, you know, would always say in, in response to uh, students asking for an extension on an assignment or whatever it is, it's, it's impossible, virtually impossible to go from being loose to becoming more firm. So he would always start very firm and then again would adjust as necessary. So I want you to keep that in mind as well. And also, I, I know that this doesn't always sit well with us as therapists and as helpers. We want to be easygoing. We want to be flexible. We want to be agreeable. At the same time, you have to keep in mind that, hey, you're running a business here and you've got to hold your line. And I think when you hold that line, clients will see it. They'll respect it. They'll be a lot like they will be a lot less likely to cross it when the time comes. So um, what else? So let's move down to number four. All right. So I've been structuring my time in private practice this way um, pretty much since the beginning. But um, I'm going to encourage you to offer two, at least two weekday evenings of appointment times, um, especially if you are private pay. Um, I, I think this is essential. Uh, if you're private pay and you work with adults, I should say, then this is essential to offer some times that are after five. Now, I'm also going to suggest you start these times at 530 for a lot of those folks who get off at five and make take them 15 minutes to get to your office. You want to start some of those sessions after five. So for me, you know, it's always been Tuesdays and Thursdays and I've offered uh, I work a little bit into the evening on those days and then I have a shorter day the next day or a long a late morning the next day, which is nice. Um, but I might offer a 5.30 and a 6.30, and then maybe even, uh, well, I used to offer a 7.30, which was also a pretty popular slot for those who work late. Um, again, if you want to optimize your schedule, if you want to get more of these full fee clients coming in, especially these busy professionals, um, I think you've got to offer at least a handful of, of evening slots to your clients. Um, I'm also going to suggest that you hold your full fee for those slots and stay firm, right? So um, those slots are really what I call prime time in my schedule. So those slots are always full fee and they're really reserved for the folks um, you know, who, can, who are able to pay that full fee. And, and I just kind of hold that, hold that line. So um, th those are my four tips for optimizing your schedule and reducing no-shows. And if you do those four things, you're going to feel a lot better about your schedule. You're going to feel more in charge of your schedule and um, no-shows are going to go down. You could even look at your own numbers about this after implementing these four tips. And um, what you're going to see is that your no-shows are going to go down. You're going to have just a better grasp on your schedule, which in turn is just going to reduce your stress and anxiety about running your practice. So yeah, what's not to love? I, I know the last thing I'll say is I, I know plenty of therapists who choose to offer a free pass to their clients during their first uh, no-show or late cancellation. And it's up to you whether you tell clients about this free pass or not. Some folks just wait until it happens and then they say, okay, I get it. You know, therapy is new to you. We're just starting out and you forgot about the appointment. No problem. You know, I offer one free pass. Would you like to use that free pass now? And most of the time clients will say yes, right? Because they they'd rather not pay. 
Um, I do think it's a good practice to have in place. Um, whether or not you advertise it is up to you. But it, you know, because we do have to think about how our business operations affect our therapeutic relationships. And that's, that's really what makes us unique from other types of service providers. So um, again, you've, you've got a business to run and you've got to constantly convey your value to clients, but at the same time, you know, be human about it and, and find, a, find a balance that works for you. Um, you know, with all things, experiment with this, experiment with your schedule, and when you find what works, stick to it. And every new client that you see is a new opportunity to try things a little bit differently and to um, uh, try to really implement some any new policies that you are putting into place. So um, again, you are probably in private practice after all so that you can have more time for yourself um, and investing in your health, your family, and your relationships. So um, yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you got a ton out of it. And thanks for being here. All right, just another quick reminder about the mastermind group that is starting up sometime in October as soon as the group is full. If you've been stuck in your practice for a while, or you have a big idea and you know you could be doing more and achieving more with your business, then this is the group for you. You also know that if you just keep doing what you're doing now, things aren't going to change and you're going to stay exactly where you are, right? Things may even get worse. So this group is a, is a fantastic opportunity for those who are ready to, um, ready to scale up their business and ready to improve what they're doing. So uh, again, if you want to submit your application to the group, um, you can go to privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash connect. Again, privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash connect to schedule your free phone call with me. And from there, we'll talk about the details of the group and I'll kind of evaluate whether you're a good fit for the group and we will take it from there. So I've got a lot of applications already for the group. So if you're interested in, in joining us, make sure to apply as soon as possible so that you don't miss out. All right. Thanks again for being here. That's all for this week. I'll see you next time.